In today's episode of Create Shift, I'm talking to Kat Horrocks, who works with women to support them in putting themselves first. I talked to Kat all about the juicy subject of self-care. It's a topic that I think is often treated quite lightly and seen quite lightly, but Kat and I really dive into why self-care is so important, how it looks different from person to person, and how it really is a matter of getting intuitive and figuring out what you want and need. So it's a really, really inspiring conversation, and I got a lot out of it, and I really hope that you get a lot out of listening to it as well. A couple of things just to note is that at a certain point through the recording, um, some people started handily doing some leaf blowing outside my window. So there's a little bit of background noise there, so I'm sorry about that. And the other thing I just wanted to say is at one point I talk about Kat's stories. Um, I think forgetting that not everybody goes on Instagram all the time, like me. So just to let you know, in case you're not familiar, that a story is something that people put up on the platform Instagram. Okay, I think that's all from me. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to Create Shift, a podcast to support, encourage and inspire you to live your most purposeful and holistic life. I'm your host, Ellen of Being Change. I'm a yoga teacher, writer and purposeful and holistic living advocate based in Manchester, UK. Thank you so much for joining me on this adventure. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, you're welcome. Thanks for having me on. That's all right. You're my first fellow Manchester resident to be on the podcast. Very exciting. Yes, I know. Exciting stuff. Um, So do you want to get started by just introducing yourself to people who may not know who you are and what you do? Yeah. (laughs) This feels so weird on the other side of the conversation. (laughs) Um, I'm Kat. I'm a women's life coach, I'm a podcast host, and a content creator based in Manchester, as Ellen has said, and I'm passionate about uh, women putting themselves first, so I encourage women to do that by, you know, sharing podcast interviews every week with badass women, as I like to say, Um, sharing weekly content on my blog, and for women who are able to invest, um, I also offer one-on-one coaching too. Um, so your podcast is called Put Yourself First, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my God, that is right. Yeah. No, I always do that. I always do that. I ask a question and then I'm like, I'm right. Am yeah. I right? Right. Yeah, I know. shouldn't <laughs> doubt myself. Um, so, um, and you just mentioned um, kind of that's something that you're passionate about is sort of encouraging women to put ourselves first and stuff. Um, so do you want to talk about that a little bit? Like why that's important? Um and I guess sometimes saying, oh, put yourself first or um, saying that we put ourselves first, we worry about coming across as being selfish or something like that. Um, I think especially as women. So, yeah, anything to sort of say about that? Yeah, um, I definitely feel like there's still a lot of stigma around the concept 
And I think I was actually working with a business mentor at the time when I was planning the podcast and he just said like, why don't you just call it put yourself first? Like it's snappy. It's, um, it's quite bold, I think. And that's really what I'm really what I'm all about. I think women aren't selfish enough. Mm -hmm. I know it's, there's there's definitely a stigma as I said around being selfish and making decisions like cancelling plans with a friend on a Friday because you're just knackered and you just want to stay in mm. or saying no at work to taking on extra work because you're just overstretched already or like asking asking your mom or your partner to watch the kids whilst you go to yoga class it feels selfish at the time but actually what I try and do is really break down that stigma and um, let women explore like how much they can open themselves up to more happiness, more health, more overall well-being, and that's actually going to positively impact the the rest of your life, like the other people in your life, the relationships you have. Um, my partner is definitely happier for the fact that I am happier yeah. because you know I'm not grouch like I'm not grouchy I'm not you know take like ranting at him at the end of the day because mm. yeah I'm yeah go on that's that's such a good point that um I was kind of nodding along because I was thinking back to um not that long ago where for years and years I didn't know what a day off was and I was definitely um a lot snappier um with everybody but obviously with my boyfriend because I think the people you're closest to get it the most don't they so 100% yeah that's, that's definitely true um uh when we look after ourselves and put ourselves first we we're then better able to put other people first as well and, and give to them you know yeah so I actually say you have to be selfish to be able to be selfless mm -hmm. because it's that cliche of fill your own cup yeah, yeah. you know mm -hmm. the the more time you give to yourself the more the more well you feel in whatever area the more you're going to be able to give to the other people in your life and the better you're going to be able to serve them too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whether that be serving clients serving um your partner not that you have to like serve your partner but <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean like you, you can yeah. just you can give so much more to yeah. someone if you've taken that time for yourself first and I think cause that that sort of saying of fill your cup first so that you can give to others is often um um quoted in the sort of sphere of the kind of work that we do so coaching and um sort of that kind of thing um but everybody is serving other people in some way just by being a human in the world you are interacting with other people and you can be of service to them um and yeah you're right service is a weird word i guess um but you you can give more to them you can give more love more kindness more empathy if you have filled your cup first yeah 100 percent. and i feel like my if we have any purpose on this earth my purpose is to serve other people mm. and to give like as in to give other people my love and my kindness and my patience and all that kind of stuff mm. Mm. and I can't do that if I feel like shit definitely. yeah yeah definitely first swear word in there early on yay <laughs> good um to explain about that now so before we started recording <laughs> this episode Kat asked me if she could swear and I was like oh yes absolutely and then I said I'd be disappointed if she didn't swear so there we go you've 
you've um, fulfilled that promise. Well done. Um, well, I'm here to serve. Yeah, well, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about self-care um, and what it means to you, first of all. Um, yeah, do you want to just talk about that? Yeah, um, I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> I'll try to be um, su- succinct. Succinct, yeah. Self-care to me is nurturing your physical, mental, emotional and potentially spiritual well-being. Um, For me, it's through daily rituals, but it could also be bigger picture things. Um, depending on your circumstances, you might need more self-care in one area at different points of your life for different reasons. And it's, yeah, it's taking that step back and thinking, what do I need? And actually making time for it and actually committing to getting it in the calendar, getting it in your diary, booking that appointment, whatever it might be. Mm. So it's very... Um, it's very intuitive for me and it's very self-prescriptive as well. Mm-hmm. So can you talk a bit about what it actually looks like in your day-to-day life? Kind of, You talked about self-care rituals and that sort of thing. Um, sort of, yeah, take us in, in, on a journey in, through your self-care day. <laughs> uh, it looks so different every day, yeah. but I, yeah, I, I will be practical because I love practicalities too. Um yeah, I think I I wake up every day and one thing I ask myself is what what do I need today? Mm-hmm. And that is a really practical question we can all be asking ourselves like what what do I actually need today? Um if I'm more tired, it might be not going to the gym at all. If I'm really energized, it might be going to a spin class. Or it could be something in between, like I want fancy doing a bit of yoga and just having a stretch. Um, it might be sat at my desk at work and thinking, oh, I'm just really struggling to focus. I'm feeling a bit, you know, when you just get that like ache in your joints. I don't know if you get that. Yeah. When you've just been so sedentary, sometimes yeah. it's thinking, oh, I just need to like get up and stretch or go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Um for me, a lot of it is mental and spiritual as well. So I really try to make time for uh, meditation most days and just sp- space in my schedule. Mm-hmm. Space to just be by myself, I think, is a huge self-care thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's so many other things I love to do. That uh, uh, Some things are silly, like having a hot bubble bath with lush, like yeah. fancy yeah. lush stuff. Um, and some things are big, like recently I knew I had a shoulder injury that I've just been forgetting about and just trying not to focus on. And I've just not really been on my A game at the gym because of it. And recently I was just like, no, I'm going to book a chiropractor appointment. So I've had chiropractor appointments every like every week, every fortnight for the past couple of months. And that was a, a, quite a big decision, especially because it's, you know, investing in yourself. And I think... It could, like I say, it could be something small that's like five minutes, just need a bit of a pep, pep in my step if I'm feeling a bit sluggish, or it could be sitting myself down and having a bit of a word with myself and thinking, I'm really struggling in this area. I just need to step back and assess the situation and see what I actually need to do and make a decision about it. Yeah, and I think what you're 
what you're saying here is so important that self-care encompasses so much and there's so many different faces to it other than what um, we're often presented with um, kind of in sort of mainstream media or perhaps via um, social media things that we see um, is that it's about having the bubble bath or it's about going for a massage or going to the spa um, and I'm, I'm not saying that's all we see there are people like yourself talking about self-care in a different way online but it is kind of there is a lot of that sort of thing I think and I, um, I think we can then you know feel bad if we don't have time to have a bubble bath one week or we can't afford to go to the spa or whatever um and like you say it's it's so many different things and it could be something really small um and it could be something like going you know what I really need to spend a time looking at my budget you know something yeah mundane. <laughs> no it's so true and I think yeah I think the the self the bubble baths the face mask the um hot chocolate with marshmallows whatever else you see on you know instagram like hashtag hugo and that all that kind of stuff yeah. like small small things you know if that's gonna really make you feel like oh just relaxed and enjoying yourself that day amazing go for it but if you're in an abusive relationship or if you're not setting healthy boundaries in your work schedule mm-hmm. or if you're um really struggling with an injury like I, for example like I was and you're you're not happy in your body because you can't move well like you know those are bigger things that obviously on varying scales of horrendousness but if there's something big in your life that you're not actually giving self-care to if that makes sense yeah then I think people yeah does that make sense I think people self-care is can be very sugar-coated mm. in that it's this, this cute like glamorous marketing thing of beauty products and pampering and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but self-care is actually quite a serious thing as well because mm-hmm. it's your life it's like what are you gonna what are you gonna tolerate what are what aren't you gonna tolerate what what do you want what do you need out of your life mm-hmm. and it, it's it's about being happy with and in yourself I I guess or you know helping yourself on the way to being happy within yourself and within your life um to me it's very connected to to self-love um which again often gets associated with people being like arrogant or whatever but I think it's completely different I think it's completely a necessary thing to be a content human um but yeah I kind of think self-care is a a gateway to to being able to embody self-love if that makes sense yeah yeah because it's easier said than done like I don't obviously don't expect people to put themselves first overnight if that's Mm. not what they've done for their whole life Mm -hmm. but I think if you can just take I always say if you can just take 10 minutes for yourself today Mm. you know and you and you commit to giving yourself that time every day maybe in a month you think wow like my relationships have improved I'm happier in work I'm this I'm that Mm. maybe I'm gonna take an hour on Saturday when I'm off work and go to that yoga class I've always wanted to go to or actually make that trip to that place that Mm. I've not put off because I feel like I don't have enough time or Mm. do you know yeah I think it doesn't have to be an overnight thing you don't have to just suddenly be this like yogi perfect person overnight because no one ever is yeah 
it's yeah. small baby steps absolutely that's it um and that's why I think just going back to that question you said of asking yourself when you wake up in the morning what do I need and kind of asking yourself maybe continuously through the day especially if you're like you said sat at your desk and feeling really like sluggish or and asking what do I need and realizing that you need to stretch um I guess that, that practicing asking asking that question is so important isn't it because that's not a question we're taught to ask ourselves and we're not really taught to listen to it, to the answer or to listen to our bodies or whatever we're, we're being told by ourselves of what we actually need yeah I completely agree so it's it's like because you said self-care is quite intuitive for you um and I'd agree sort of for me it's becoming like that and and definitely uh three or four years ago I was never doing any of this stuff the sort of daily practices that I do now like going out for a walk or meditation or anything like that and self-care wasn't really something that I was thinking about um so it it's taken time to to keep asking that and to keep practicing listening for the answer and to keep going and develop that intuition well not develop it because we all have it I think um but to reconnect with it um yeah yeah, it's all about intuitive living for me, definitely. And that's such a practice because mm. we're taught we're taught the opposite. Like we're taught this is the perfect diet that you need to follow, this nutrition plan, this exercise yeah. routine, this path to career success. Like it's all a how to, it's all a step by step plan. And it's all but external actually, as well. Like, yeah, exactly. Like the yeah, it's finding validation in other people isn't it yeah. like yeah. you you need I don't know what I need so you need to tell me exactly <laughs> which yeah, is just exactly. so odd but yeah. yeah 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 so it definitely is uh, an act or a process of looking inwards um keep asking yourself what do I need what do I need and kind of ignoring what other people are saying you should be doing um, yeah yeah and for anyone listening who's maybe not like quite averse to spirituality let's say mm. this can be so practical mm-hmm. Li- literally me sitting at my desk thinking oh I just want to get up and stretch that's a physicality in my body it's an emotion mm. and if you just focus on that like focus maybe if you don't maybe if you don't resonate with the message of like inner self and all this stuff that we're talking about hopefully you do but if you don't just think like I am feeling tired what does that mean? Does it mean I need an extra hour of sleep tonight? Does yeah. it mean don't eat loads of sugar in the morning? Does it mean, you know, yeah, get up and go for a walk? Yeah. Just ask yourself a simple, like, how am I feeling and how can I make myself feel better? Because yeah. it's all, for me, it's all just about feeling good and feeling your best self. <laughs> and kind of as well having the, the tools and the resilience to support yourself when things aren't going great. And maybe you are yeah. feeling down, and, and knowing that you can support yourself to be, to be, to still be well, and and a relative level of, I don't know what the right word is really, you know, because you're not going to be happy all the time, you're not going to be feeling amazing all the time, but you can still sustain. What's the word? What do I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it, that that's huge actually, because. Yeah, I talk a lot with clients who are so busy, like ridiculously mm. busy. They're, you know, they, they're mums, they've got a full-time job. They put so much pressure on themselves and they might be going through a phase where work is particularly hectic or whatever else. And I always say, 
okay, like, what's your action plan then to get through this period? Because mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully it is a period, because we all have periods in yeah. life where things are just mad. Yeah. What's your action plan to support yourself through this period? I think, like you say, you know, we're not always going to feel our best, but if we can at least feel supported, mm-hmm. then that's going to just get us through those time so I always talk about self-care non-negotiables so yeah maybe this isn't the time where you can go for that yoga class for an hour at the weekend but maybe it is the time where you just set your alarm 15 minutes earlier every morning and just do a few stretches or a few like a little um what's it called the sunrise flow sanitation yeah yeah (laughs) just do a couple of them like before you get in the shower just it doesn't I think a lot of people see it as all or nothing yeah so I've totally been there before if you're going through a stressful time it's easy to think oh well I'm already stressed I'm already so busy like what's the point in going to the gym what's the point in making myself food I may as well just go to the drive-through like I've already eaten x y and z this week what's the point in yeah I just think people are all or nothing and it's all about even in those times where it feels like you don't have any time that's when you need to make like a tiny little bit of time for yourself yeah 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 yeah. absolutely there's a a buddhist quote about that I don't know if you've heard it Um, I'm gonna Mm -hmm. paraphrase it now but it's like yeah he says that everyone should meditate for 20 minutes every day or it might be a different time than that but um and then it says unless they're unless they're too busy in which case they should do it for an hour and it's yeah it's that kind of thing and it it is amazing the, the difference um the small things can make and that's why i share a lot of um content uh, on my instagram tv and with my monthly letter community of uh, small kind of yoga things that you can do that are five minutes ten minutes or a breathing exercise that you do for one minute and we may think that that's not enough to make a difference but it really is yeah yeah exactly yeah. And we, yeah, I just think we, we're so focused on, uh, we're so focused on results and what other people are doing mm. that we forget. Like yeah. we, we feel like if, oh, if I'm not a yogi and I can touch my toes and I can do the fancy crow pose, whatever it is, then what's the point? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I don't look like that girl on Instagram doing yoga, like super slim, like perfectly yeah. perfect form in a, poses what's the point I may as well not do anything but actually yoga just like any self-care practice is it's a lifestyle isn't it Mm -hmm. yeah and it's all about how it feels for you um it's all about that I think because of um because of the time we live in um and you've got social media we've got so much access to other people's lives that we wouldn't have had before we can see other people's yoga practice we can see other people's hashtag self-care breakfast that lasts for two hours or whatever and yeah you're right we think what's the point and we forget about the fact that having that hot chocolate last night with a friend for 10 minutes felt amazing and made us feel really good for the whole day afterwards or whatever you know we forget how things feel for us because it doesn't matter um there's another another yoga quote i'm throwing the quotes out all over the place here that's uh, that says about it's not about touching your toes it's about the journey on the way down um i love that yeah yeah so but it's very much that isn't it um and 
Yeah, I think going back to the the practicalities thing, I think that's something that you're really great at with with your content on your podcast. Um, is it's being really practical and just having those practical chats with people and offering ideas and steps that people can just really um, not easily, but you know, it's easier to put a practical step into practice in your life than somebody saying um, something that sounds a bit waffly or a bit just. Uh, um, too, too spiritual. If that's, I don't know if that's what I mean, but you know, it can be. Self care can be quite um, airy and, and not very defined. Um, yeah, yeah. And I try. I definitely try to meet people where they're at with that. Mm. Um, you know, not everyone wants to meditate, and that's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, everyone can benefit from their own form of meditation, mm. whatever that might be. Mm. Um. So, say for example, you you're working with a client um, who is really busy. Like you say, you have some clients who have got really full on hectic lives, and this idea of self care is really new to them of kind of putting themselves first. What would be the very first steps you'd give them to introduce them to practicing this in their lives? Um, good question. I think. First of all, I would have a moment with them to sit back and think about what they feel is missing from their lives because I I think that holds a lot of keys to what they could potentially add. So, you know, a lot of women might say, I'm really really lacking energy. Mm -hmm. So we might think, okay, well, let's assess your circumstances and look at ways that, you know, small ways that we could add some energy back into your life. So it might be looking at your sleep schedule, like how often do you sleep at night? Do you drink caffeine later in the day? Um, Do you have anyone to watch the kids like one night a week or at the weekends? Do you have any downtime? How many hours do you work at week? All these kind of things. And I would get them to a place where they they knew what was missing in their life and they knew what they felt pulled to towards if that makes sense mm. that sounds really woo woo but <laughs> yeah. i think a lot i feel like a lot of women are craving something more in their life so it might be energy it might be excitement it might be um like vitality someone um i interviewed on the podcast recently says she encouraged is her entrepreneurs to feel vitality throughout the day which I just think is a great word Mm, (laughs) yeah it is wonderful so I would pinpoint like what you feel is missing and what you want to add in and then I would just look back at your day-to-day schedule and think how can I find like I said five minutes 10 minutes 15 minutes here and there and practically work it into my diary and I would you know if you're the type A, like very organized personality anyway, get it in your calendar, like schedule it in your diary, Mm. ring your friend and ask them to watch the kids that night Mm. or speak to your partner and say, listen, I'm really stressed and I just want, I just want Saturday mornings to go and do this. Like, can we make this work? Or book that appointment, like book a, book a PT session or pay for a yoga class or, like I did, pay for a chiropractor appointment, mm. massage, whatever it might be, I think you have to, once you know what you want, you have to commit to it and decide that you're worth that time. Mm. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, I I did a similar when I started working kind of on my um, weekly schedule kind of routines and stuff a little bit more this year when I was working with um, creative coach Jen Carrington. Um, we were talking about this about how I can really easily just kind of go through a day and just work, work, work because I want to get everything ticked off the list kind of thing and a lot of people are probably like that. Um, and so she was talking about really scheduling the day including breaks and I was like oh that sounds so silly but when I scheduled in the break just like when you're at school and you have your timetable and then you've got oh morning break and you've got your afternoon break and your lunch break actually writing it in made me then take it because I'm that kind of person I know yeah you're right it doesn't work for everybody if they're not as type A and anal as me but um yeah um I was just thinking as well actually about uh different personality types and how that might affect how it's uh, easier or harder to implement these self-care things um, for for people and I guess it's about finding what works for you um, do you know do you know Gretchen Rubin's personality type personality framework at all yeah somewhat the four tendencies so she says that yeah everybody she bases it on how we um, react to inner and outer expectations and there's four different personality tendencies and like this there's an upholder which I am and they uphold inner and outer expectations so if someone else asks me to do something and if I ask myself to do something I'm going to do it then there's questioners who much more uphold inner expectations but question outer ones so if they decide that going for a walk every day is going to be good for them then they'll do it sort of thing and then there's obligers um which is a really interesting one because they respond much more to external expectations so um, I was talking to a friend recently who's an obliger and, and talking about different ways that they can set up accountability strategies because sort of obligers need to feel like if they don't do it, they're letting somebody else down rather than themselves sort of thing. So that's quite interesting. Like um, I think Gretchen Rubin shared on her podcast an obliger and another obliger who wanted to go running as part of their self-care practice. And so they took each other's trainers home after every session so that if one of them didn't show up, the other one wouldn't have their trainers. Um, and then there's another one, that which is Rebels, which is a lot harder um, <laughs> to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess it's just, I was just thinking about how important it is to sort of know yourself and know what works for you, you know? So if people are listening to this and thinking, God, well, if I wrote something in my schedule, I'd be more likely to not do it, which is probably what a rebel would do, then you don't do that. Figure out what works for you. Yeah, that's yeah, a great point. And it all goes back to what we were talking about before, like the intuitive living and self-awareness. Mm. You have to know. I think you have to be self-aware to a level to really go deep in self-care because you have to know yourself and you have to know your values in life and you have to know what you, what you want and need mm. to feel happy. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of people don't know that. So, you know starting on that journey is probably quite intimidating but yeah I think it's well worth sitting down and thinking about like I make my clients like write down the values mm. which is huge like not a lot of people sit and write down no. my my main priorities in life are yeah. it might be their family it might be their career it might be you know some people are really driven by money some people are more driven by freedom and travel or whatever else and I think that all shapes and goes back into your self-care as well because yeah, those things and making time, for, making those things a priority are going to make you feel happier anyway, aren't they? Mm, definitely. It's uh, so much deeper, isn't it, than you think. You know, self-care is a 
bit of a fluffy term in many people's um, eyes, but just with sort of the conversation that we're having now, it's, it's so much deeper than that. And yeah, focusing on your self-care is going to help you in so many different ways in your life. Um, I think um, it's important as well to remember that what uh, we're lacking in our lives, what we feel like we need, you know, going back to that question you said about asking clients what they feel they're, they're lacking right now, is going to change. Um, and it's worth continually having those sort of review sessions with yourself um like I do it in my I do a a monthly review session in line with the new moon um and one of my questions in that is about my self-care routines and, and what I need for this upcoming cycle um and that's then taking into account you know have I got a really busy work cycle this month and what does that mean and yeah um so I think it's worth continually checking in with yourself yeah completely because life life moves and life changes with you as well so you have to for a lot of people they are just adapting to their circumstances you know there are so many things that are outside of your control from potentially you know your health the health of your family like this there's, there's so many huge things that can impact your life and it when when if and when those things come up it's just being kind to yourself mm. and thinking, what what would I do for a best friend going through this? Like, how would I support them and do that for yourself? Mm. I always think that's such a good piece of advice of treating yourself like your own best friend. Yeah, it makes you realise the health when we don't. <laughs> yeah, we're so mean. Yeah. We're so mean to ourselves. Yeah, yeah, we really are. So, I want to talk a little bit about your journey into this. Like prioritizing self-care in the way that you do um because you mentioned earlier that you haven't always been like this that like before before you started prioritizing self-care you were like maybe not as nice to other people not as nice to yourself so um did you come from a place of being sort of really really busy and never prioritizing it or what's your journey been like um okay so I think I've I've not I've not always been a spiritual person mm. and I think that's that's been a huge journey in my self-care and we've mentioned that already. Mm. Um I've actually I've always had quite a healthy approach to self-care in a way because um and it was only since like people asking me this question that I've thought about it but um my dad's got a chronic illness and so I've grown up seeing him um take you know, quite a lot of time off work when he's needed to, um, and just step back and rest when he's needed to. Mm-hmm. And I think, un- subconsciously, seeing that growing up, that is re- that message has really sunk in for me. Mm-hmm. And I have never had a problem saying, oh, "I'm sorry, I'm not feeling well today. I need to cancel." And I, I genuinely, I really think that's because. My dad, my dad was always like that. So when I was in college or school, for example, and if I had a really bad cold, I thought, why would I force myself to yeah. go yeah. and and struggle through it and not not hardly get any work done and be unproductive and feel crap and make myself feel worse and infect other people? Mm-hmm. Why would I not just stay at home for two, three days? until I feel like one not 100% again but feel much better and able to get back at it Mm. and I think that mindset has definitely 
definitely shaped how I work now mm. because of, uh, as I've grown up and worked with other people and talked to the people I realized like hardly not not anyone not everyone has that mentality mm. um quite a lot of people do just struggle through and get their head down and just think like get over yourself man up like all this other yeah, bullshit yeah, stuff yeah. that a lot of us you know it's, it's normal to a lot of us and to me it's not so that's definitely hugely shaped um, my approach to self-care. And I just think as I, as I discovered, oh, this sounds so cheesy, as I found myself as a young woman, <laughs> um, as I found out who I was, like yeah. what I wanted to do, what I wanted from my life, and sort of built up my confidence to ask for those things and to go after those things, um, I realized like how how important it was um and how much like I said how much happier it made me and how much it improved my life in general including how I can show up for other people mm. I think what you said there about your environment growing up is actually really important as well because a lot of this behaviour, self-care, or the way we view self-care, like so many other things, like our relationship with money and, and our relationship with kind of self-confidence or whatever, is learned from our environment that we've been in. So I kind of wanted to bring that up, I guess, because we can beat ourselves up about the fact that we're no good at self-care. And then we might think back to our how our parents were growing up and they might have been workaholics. They might have been going to work really ill. And so we can kind of cut ourselves a bit of slack and go, okay, I've learned that, you know, let me now unlearn it, I guess. Yeah, it's the unlearning part that's so difficult. Yeah, yeah, for sure, like with anything, right? Like, if this po- if this podcast was about money, like, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're, yeah. we're all on a growth journey, always. Like, yeah. we've always got shit to work through. Yeah. Um, it just so happens that self-care is, like, my superpower, I guess you could say. So, <laughs> that's good, I like that. I feel like because I'm confident with that, I want to share that with other people. Yeah, yeah. And that's but yeah, please do not yeah. think I have my life together. <laughs> no, no, no. And I, no, I just, um, I just thought because you brought up that the environment that you learn it in, it's just really interesting to remember yeah. that we've not all had that modelled for us, or you know, seen someone um, practicing self care. Uh, maybe we have, maybe we haven't. But it's just worth remembering that there is an aspect to this that is learned and that is you know it's not our fault if we're bad at it we can sort of take the blame out of it um, yeah kind of thing completely um, we need to blame anybody anybody else for it but we can just remember we've learned some stuff as a kid now we can deal yeah. with that whether it's good or bad um so let's dig into the spiritual side of stuff a little bit more because i like that um and i I was sort of stalking you a bit um, doing my research for this podcast um, and I saw in your stories that you mentioned that you're very spiritual. Um, So I wanted to talk about the role spirituality plays in your life now and kind of the role it plays in your self-care because I definitely think it can play a really important part in self-care and it sounds like you do as well. Yeah, um, yeah, I I definitely have a way to go with my spiritual journey, don't we all? But... um, (laughs) I think it it all began for me in the cheesy, typical 
quite um, Western way of watching things like The Secret <laughs> and thinking about these concepts like, oh, maybe there is a universe out there that's connected to me. Um, for me, when I, I think when I started meditating and doing yoga, like actual yoga, so not just what does that throw... Mean? For me, for me, it means not just like throwing some shapes and thinking, oh, I'm cool, I'm doing yoga. Right. It was the actual act of yoga, which is being present on the mat, mm. like be here now. Mm. Um, if anyone follows yoga with Adrian, like find what feels yeah. good, like the more like individuality of yoga. Yeah, yeah. Um, just... When I when I discovered that, and when I, you know, started meditating as well, um, that really that really helped me connect with myself more mm. and um, connect with the just life. Like, mm. for me, it's very... I, I wouldn't... I, I respect religion and I love learning about other religions, but I am I always say, like, I wouldn't put a label on what I, what I believe. It just is a feeling for me and it's very much energy. Like, I'm huge... I'm huge on energy or vibes, as I like to call them. Mm. Um, I'm, I've always been that way as well. I've always been very empathetic. Like my mum would just say, you just too like, yeah. you so, just soak up other people's emotions. Yeah. So if I was with, if I was with someone really negative, like they would, you know, really bring me down. Yeah. If I was with someone who was really energetic, like they would make me feel happier and more vibrant. Yeah. yeah. And I always have a very I don't know I think the people who I connect with like the closest people in my life I genuinely feel I genuinely felt like I connected with them when we met mm -hmm. like when I meet someone and I vibe with them it just is like I can't you just can't describe that feeling mm -hmm. it's like if anyone here think you know believes they've met the one quote unquote and you people say like you just know like I when I meet someone and I, I just know they need to be in my life, I just can't describe it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm huge on energy and I believe, like, everything is energy and, you know, I, that's why I make time for self-care because I think <sighs> cultivating that positive energy, like, inside yourself and creating that well, I guess, of self-love and all these, like, really kind, patient practices that you give to yourself during the day... Um, that that not only connects me more with my spirituality, but it allows me to go out into the world and be that positive energy for, for other people. Yeah. yeah. Which in my work and everything that I do is huge. Like I can't be turning up on a podcast and like, oh guys, yeah. <laughs> today we're going to chat about business advice. Oh, you sound like, like Eeyore. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> brilliant. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's just, it, it's really important to me and I've probably waffled on and not made any sense, but... No, I think it's... Um, it's a very personal thing. It's quite it's quite awkward to talk about, to be honest, because it's so... It's something that I don't often talk about and it's I always think it's so individual. Mm -hmm. um, everyone has their own relationship with themselves. Like, everyone has their own relationship with, like, the universe or God or whatever whatever you would like to call mm -hmm. them, it, her, him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, and I think something that you've, you've said a few times 
in that is the word connection and connected and for me that's what it's all about as well it's it's connecting to other people connecting to that wider sense of being human i think yeah of, of being part of a whole of being part of nature of being connected to the universe to other people's energies to to something bigger than you i think yeah um, yeah and shout out to yoga with adrian as well because i'm a big yoga with adrian fan um and she's kind of what got me on this path as well to be honest and um you know if anyone does want to get more into kind of yoga and and explore that a bit more i mean obviously come to me i'm a yoga teacher too but um no uh, adrian has great videos uh, on youtube that are free and she's got some that are like 10 minutes long and 15 minutes and stuff so it's really accessible um, yeah i love her and uh, jumping yeah. back one thing i wanted to add as well is um to simplify it i believe that like i am loved and i am supported mm. and I love and support other people and that's what I meant at the beginning when I said like my purpose in life is to serve my like I feel like if there's any point of being a human being on planet earth it's to love other human beings Aww. whilst you're alive <laughs> that's, that's yeah so beautiful um thank you <laughs> yeah, love that. so let's go now just to my final two-part question that I'm asking everybody who comes on the podcast uh, so the first part of it is in a an ideal kind of dream vision of the future what changes would you like to have seen people made to have seen to see people having made you know what i mean um towards a more purposeful and holistic life and then the second part of that is what practical small steps could people take now to start moving in that direction if they want to um i think i would i would love people to look for guidance inside themselves rather than feel like their perfect job their perfect life their perfect body their perfect diet everything else is outside of it that answer is outside of themselves because it's not um so I, I would love to see people live in more intuitively in that way um, and practically I think it goes back to the question so like right now while you listen to this podcast ask yourself like oh what what do I need right now what do I need to feel good and go and do it? <laughs> yeah. 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 Brilliant. Totally agree with everything that you already need to know is already inside of you. Everything you yeah. need to know. Didn't say that right. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, you said it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, Kat, it's been such a pleasure talking to you today and there's so much good stuff, I think. Um, that I'm going to take away from this conversation for sure and hopefully other people will take away as well so where can people find you online if they want to know more about you and what you do thank you so much um you can find me on instagram and twitter mainly at cat underscore horrocks um you can search put yourself first podcast in any podcast provider um and my website is cathorrocks.com as well Thank you for listening to Create Shift. You'll find all the links and resources spoken about in today's episode over in the show notes at being-change.com. You can also head there to find out more about me, about working together, and to find more information and resources on living your most purposeful and holistic life. If you want to continue the conversation, you can find me on Instagram at being underscore change. If you enjoyed the show, I'd be so grateful if you could leave a rating and a review. 
This helps other people who might enjoy the show too to find it. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. <laughs>